Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Broadcasting Company presents Exploring the Unknown, starring Maury Amsterdam. This is Andre Baruch inviting you to listen to the most modern program in radio, more truly in step with the time than any other, because it's about the one thing that most affects your life today and tomorrow, science. A new and dramatic use of radio, combining fictional stories with authentic information drawn from the notebooks of science and industry by the Research Institute of America. Hey, Pa, look up there, an airplane. That's right, son. It's flying into the cloud. Why is it doing that, Pa? Maybe it's bashful, son. Wants to change its course. Chuckle Charlie and the Christmas Cloud. A special laugh treat, a holiday surprise for our listeners. Science, packaged in a delightful comedy. And featuring Broadway's bright comedian, one of America's top songwriters, Maury Amsterdam. Thanks, Andre. Welcome to Exploring the Unknown, Maury Amsterdam. Thank you. You know, it's going to be interesting listening to you play the part of Chuckle Charlie... A man who met science head-on and has had a headache ever since? Should be absolutely nothing for me, Andre. Do you know that I taught science? You taught science? Yeah, I thought science was easy, but it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a sample of what we're in for tonight, friends. Chuckle Charlie and the Christmas Cloud, with Maury Amsterdam as Chuckle Charlie and our narrator Charles Irving as Injun Pete. <laughs> Where the bright lights play against the shadows of skyscraper buildings, the Twinkle Twinkle Club of Stars stands out as a dazzling center of gay entertainment. And rolling them in the aisles between the tightly packed tables is the top name of Broadway, the funniest guy in town, Chuckle Charlie. Tell you I'm dynamite tonight, folks, and boy, is this cafe jammed. Wow, it's so crowded, there isn't even any place for the waiters to sit down. <laughs> hey, incidentally, don't forget this is Christmas, folks, and be sure and give the waiters big tips, because the boys are very kind to animals. They give half their money to the horses. <laughs> oh, you know, horses are smarter than people. I'll prove it. You put 12 horses in a race, and 100,000 people will come to see them. But put 100,000 people in a race, not a horse will show up. <laughs> wow, it sure is smoky in here. Why don't you folks inhale once in a while? You know, this isn't my only business, folks. I also write songs. I used to send them right into music publishers, and I started tearing them up myself. The first song I wrote I really felt had merit, I sent it to the Leo Feist Music Publishing Company. A week later, I got a letter back saying your song was so bad we had to rewrite it before we threw it away. <laughs> oh, but nothing discouraged me. I got a new one. Oh, this will fracture you. Listen to this song. I didn't mean it when I whispered those two love words, drop dead, so get up and go. Or... If you want to make a Venetian blind, stick your finger in his eye. <laughs> well, that's all for now, folks. I'll be back in an hour. We'll have another show. Meanwhile, if you feel like dancing, I wouldn't recommend it. Not in here. See you later, folks. <laughs> 
see you. Merry Christmas. Sit down, sit down. You know Dimples. Here, hiya, honey. Merry Christmas. Great show, Charlie. And uh, Joe Lyons, the sports promoter. Hey, you're acting out, God pal. It's a pleasure. Good to know you, Joe. And uh, Rupert Potter, he writes them highbrow plays. Hey, Rupert, wake up. Here's Chuckle Charlie. Hail to the old thing of quarter. I find only one sad thing to mar this meeting. Oh, you mean you've seen the check, huh? Do not dress. All right, Rupert, what's the sad fact? Christmas. Christmas? Don't you believe in Santa Claus? I believe in nothing. Here we sit in a smoky nightclub, drinking our sorrows away. Charlie, the, there ain't no Santa Claus. There ain't no Christmas spirit. There ain't no miracles. It's all a gag. And you, the greatest gag man of the age, should know it better than anybody. Hey, you're getting very morbid, Rupert. Come on, honey, let you and me dance. Not now, Dimples. Hey, look, Rupert. I don't think it's a gag at all. You know something? I believe in Santa Claus. I even believe in miracles. Yep, I even saw a miracle once. It was last year, around about November. I went out to a joint in Arizona for a rest. But before I get to that, let me tell you about a couple guys out there. Horseface Henry Atkins and his kid, name of Puggy. Uh, Puggy had something wrong with him, his heart or something. The doctor said Arizona would be good for his condition, so Horseface got a job at the resort and took the kid along with him. They were a couple of real nice characters. Hello, son. How are you feeling today? Swell, Pop. Arizona's not like Vermont, Puggy. Up there, the winters are really something. Snow, ice. Didn't I have a sled once? Sure you did. You've got a good memory. You used to slide down the hill by the maple trees. I wish I had a sled out here. <laughs> you can't use a sled on sand and rocks, son. But I'll tell you what. You'll be a good boy, and maybe you'll get a pony for Christmas. A real live pony? Might be. Gee, that'd be swell. But, Pop... Yes, son? If we had snow, then my pony could pull me on a sled, couldn't he, Pop? Just like it used to be in Vermont. Well, like I said, I came out to this resort, the Double Bit Ranch, it was called. Came out last year just to kind of get away from the Broadway rat racing and breathe some fresh air instead of the smoke and stale jokes. It was about two in the afternoon when I barged into the joint. Yahoo! Here I am out in the Wild West. Hey, what's your name, pal? My name Pete. I Injun, Iroquois tribe. Yeah? My name's Charlie, Schmohawk tribe. <laughs> you look him like Schmo. <laughs> How come city slicker like you come out west? I got pioneer blood in me. My ancestors rode cross-country in the first covered wagon. And while passing through Arkansas, a hurricane ripped the top off and they made history. How come they make history? First convertible in America. Screw <laughs> <laughs> that pop. Get it, Redskins? You very funny pale face. Where you come from? Me? I was born on the sidewalks in New York. But I don't let anybody step on me. I'm a rugged kid. Here, feel these muscles. Go ahead, feel them. Go ahead. Keep feeling. You'll find them. <laughs> Brother, my muscles are tough as shoe leather. Better resole them. Uh, who writes your material? Pocahontas? Hey, I like that shirt you got on. Did you make it yourself? No, make them. Buy them. Yeah? Real Indian shirt. Arrow shirt. Yeah? Hey. I'm wearing an arrow shirt, too. Your arrow looks shocked. Because I got on a bow tie. Ah, brother, that Arizona air. <coughs> I guess I'm not used to it. Oh, look who's here. Small fry. Who are you, kid? I'm Puggy. Yeah? Well, I'm Baggy. Well, you'll get used to it. 
You're Chuckle Charlie, aren't you? That's right, kid. I hear you on the radio. Hey, they got radios out here? Yeah, that's great. Proves how uncivilized this place really is. I remember the time you had Frank Sinatra on your show. Yeah, good old Frankie boy. He was supposed to come out here to Arizona with me, but he couldn't make it. He's busy giving blood transfusions to mosquitoes. <laughs> I heard that joke before. That's all right. I used it again. It's been used again. Yeah, but... <laughs> hey, you're all right, kid. I can tell we're going to get along like Jack and a Beanstalk. You know, I think you're going to grow on me. Maybe you wonder what all this has got to do with Christmas. But I'm coming to that. I have to kind of tell us my own way. This kid, Puggy, and me, we became very good friends. Well, I've always liked kids. They're, they're so natural, and it's, it's so different from, well, all the characters and the phonies you meet around Broadway. Something about kids, they don't take 10% like the agent. We got along fine, Puggy and me. And then one day, something very tough happened. I'll never forget it. Hey, come fast. Where horse face? What's the matter, Pete? Little boy, little boy. Something happened? Where's father? Where horse face? Horse face! Horse face, hey, come in here. You call me? Indian Pete, won't you? Your boy. Okay. What about him? Quick. I find him near fence. He lies very still. But he breathed. I got him on porch now. You call doctor. Something very bad happened. Puggy's resting now, but, well, he's in a bad way. Very sick boy. Right here. You mean, you mean it's ticker, Doc? That's right. But that's why we come out here. The doctor's in Vermont, said. Yes, I know, Mr. Atkins. It just didn't work out that way. But, little boy, he'd be all right soon. I don't think so, Pete. Medicine man, no fix. Why not? It's out of my hands, Pete. Out of your... What do you mean, Doctor? I, I don't understand. It's in the hands of God, Mr. Atkins. In the hands of God. I'll never forget it. All of a sudden, I, I didn't feel like a wise guy anymore. I didn't have any gags. Well, it's one thing you can't joke about. That's old Mr. Bones, the Grim Reaper. Doc said it might be two or three weeks, and then no puggy, no pal... No little kid to agent for me. The next morning, you let me go in to see him. Oh, I made like everything was all right. Hello, kid. What are you doing in bed? Dusting mattresses? Oh, that's a soft job. <laughs> hey, did you hear the one about the guy who didn't he didn't want to shoe the flies because he thought it was cheaper to let him run around barefoot? I got another one about... Uh, what's the matter, kid? Tell Uncle Charlie. Come on, what, what would you like? Anything you want, you just name it. Your Uncle Charlie will buy it for you. Come on, take your mind off your troubles. I don't want anything. Oh, sure you do. Come on, Christmas is coming. You must want something. Tell you what we'll do. You and I will celebrate Christmas early, just the two of us. My pop's going to get me a pony. A pony? You want a pony? I'll get one for you right away. I'll have him hitched right over there by the gate, and you can see him through the window. A pony would be nice, but I don't want him for Christmas. What do you want, Puggy? For Christmas, I'd... I'd like snow. Snow? But this is Arizona, kid. It doesn't snow out here. I know it doesn't, but... If I can't have anything I wanted for Christmas, I, I want some snow, like I used to have. Sure, kid, I understand. You try to get some sleep, and we'll see if Santa Claus can maybe send some. Hmm. How is he this morning? Didn't seem so good when I talked with him. He's about the same, Horsley. He thinks he's going to die. 
He puts it in children's language, but that's what he means. Well, he good boy. That no happen. I don't know what to do. I said I'd buy him anything he wanted, and the kid wants snow. Snow? Like we used to have back home? That's right, snow. How am I going to get him snow? It snowed here once, 11 years ago. Oh, swell. That's great. Well, maybe there's something we can do. Oh, yeah? How are you going to get snow out here in Arizona? Well, not me, but I think I read somewhere something about a scientist who could make it snow. He does something with clouds. Yeah? I never read that. I don't believe Variety carried it. I think I saw it in some technical journal. What are you doing reading technical journals? I'm a college professor. You should excuse the expression. A college professor? And Einstein? Hey, can you make it snow? I mean, I mean, do you know the trick, the secret, the no, formula? No, 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 I'm a student of Celtic literature, but I... By George, it was Dr. Updike from the Scientific Laboratories Incorporated in New York. That's the organization. New York, huh, brother? That's my territory. Where's the telephone? Oh, boy, maybe this is it. Maybe you can get Puggy some snow after all. Oh, brother, I feel ten years younger already. Those scientists do crazy things now. Hello? Hello? Come on, sister, answer. Hello? Your call, please. Look, I want Dr. Updike at Scientific Laboratories Incorporated, New York. One moment, please. Oh, if the doctor will make it snow, it'll be tough sledding. Hello? Hello? Hello, Dr. Updike? Yes? Can you make it snow? Well, uh, possibly, under certain conditions. Doc, money is no object. I wasn't referring to financial conditions. I was uh, referring to weather conditions. Weather conditions? Doc, we got weather out here we haven't even used yet. Where are you calling from? From Arizona. Why do you want snow in Arizona? Because Christmas is coming. Christmas has been coming out there for years without snowing. So what? I need snow, Doc. I bought shovels and I got a sidewalk and I want to put them to use. Well, if you put it that way, we have a laboratory here where we could put your head to use. Oh, Doc, Doc, I'm serious. I want to order two acres of snow, about two, three inches high. I want the finest snow you got and make sure it's white. But snow doesn't come by the acre. Oh, who cares? You sell it by the pound or the bucket, anything. I'm trying to tell you we do not sell snow. Only under certain conditions can it be created. Oh, you with conditions. Look, get on an aeroplane and fly out here at my expense to the Double Bit Ranch near Phoenix, Arizona. Got that? Double Bit Ranch near Phoenix. The name is Chuckle Charlie. Well, this is highly unorthodox, but all right, I'll be there tomorrow. You are listening to Chuckle Charlie and the Christmas Cloud, a special holiday treat for our listeners, starring Maury Amsterdam on Exploring the Unknown, radio's award-winning science program, combining fictional stories with authentic information, brought to you by the American Broadcasting Company and its affiliated stations. And now, act two of Chuckle Charlie and the Christmas Cloud, starring Maury Amsterdam as Chuckle Charlie on Exploring the Unknown. You wise guys probably think I was crazy getting a test tube genius to fly all the way out from New York just to make it snow in the Arizona desert. But, brother, I was ready to try anything, even science. Even if I had to pay for it myself. I tell you, I was as jumpy as on an opening performance. Next morning, when Pete landed the Piper Cub he uses to fly guests back and forth from Phoenix, I was right out there on the field. Pete was helping a little moony-faced guy out of the plane, so I ran over. Hi, funny man. 
This Dr. Updike. Mr. Uh, Chuckle, I presume? Not Fred Allen, brother. Yeah. I always talk like this when I got a clothespin on my nose. <laughs> I, uh, I I didn't quite understand on the phone what you wanted, and now I'm more confused than ever. But I thought I'd better find out. You sounded so generous. Look, you do this little thing for me, Doc. Instead of guinea pigs, you can use minks. And maybe I can cross the mink with a kangaroo and end up having a coat with pockets. Look, stop with the jokes, will you, Doc? How soon can you do it? Do what? Make it snow. Make the little flakes fall, like I said on a telephone. You mean uh, here, right on this spot? That's it, right here and... Well, here about. And you mean now, uh, today, and uh, not just sometime? Yep, that's right, Doc. You see, there's a little... It's impossible. There's, um, there's, what? It's utterly impossible. There's not a cloud in the sky and the temperature's too warm. I know that. That's why I got you out here. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I thought you was the guy who made it rain or snow whether the weather wanted to or not. But science can't perform miracles. It's got to cooperate with nature. Now, uh, if it were cooler down here on the ground, and if there was a great big thick cloud up above, maybe I could help you. Yeah, sure, sure. All you'd need is a rocking chair. Rocking chair? Yeah, to sit in while you waited for it to snow without your help. Mr. Chuckle, if you're implying... I'm implying nothing. I'm saying you're a phony, you're a fake. Mr. Chuckle, I didn't leave my research and fly 2,000 miles to be called a fake. You can rest assured that I will take the next plane back to New York at your expense. You got him long face. New look. You look so sad, if your face get him any longer, you have five o'clock shadow twice. Uh, take your Tommy Hawk and get lost in somebody else's hair, will you? Wear a medicine man. When him make him snow. Uh, we're all washed up, Pete. No soap. Dirty deal. <laughs> what happened? Oh, Dr. Updike in those conditions. I thought he could make it snow, and all he makes is trouble. Who say he make trouble? I said so. In my tribe, I called Big Bear. I think in your tribe, you called Big Donkey. Oh, yeah? In my tribe, I'm called a Big Shot. Big Shot, good name. You always blow top. <laughs> you make Medicine Man angry. What do you want me to do, crawl? If you crawl, maybe worm turn. Old Indian saying, swallow pride, drink happiness. Take Medicine Man to see little boy. Remember, little boy, better agent than you. Huggy. Huggy, you awake? Sure, Chuckle. Huggy, I want you to meet Dr. Updike. Hello, Puggy. Hello. What's wrong with the other doctor? Is he sick? No. Dr. I Updike, he's a, he's a different kind of a doctor. When it doesn't snow, this doctor just gives this guy some pills and makes it snow. Did you give some pills to the weather today? Well, no, no, I didn't. You mean it won't snow? But, Chuckle, you promised. You said today or tonight. I know, kid, but it's up to the doc here. Uh, don't you worry, Puggy. I'll do everything I can. What did I tell you, folks? The doc is going to do it. Hey, you should have seen Puggy's face. Thank you, Dr. Updike. I, I'm sure grateful. Big medicine man going to do. I put away rabbit's foot. Save for some other time. Yeah, and I'm the kid who always thought I had nothing but bad luck. Like the time I was alone on a desert island with Lana Turner and there was nobody there to introduce us. 
Maybe, maybe you'd better save that charm after all. Uh, Mr. Atkins, I, I didn't have the heart to tell your boy the truth. Uh, what do you mean? The sky is clear, not a cloud in sight, and the temperature is too warm. I told you... Now, wait, wait, wait a minute, Doctor. You mean you can't... There's only one chance. If the temperature drops and if clouds form, then perhaps I can. I take rabbit's foot. Better medicine than you got. Dr. Updike, is there any chance of conditions you need coming? I don't know. Well, perhaps if we called the Weather Bureau. Yeah, that's a good idea. Come on, let's call the Weather Bureau. Weather fair and bright. Clear skies. Warmer tomorrow. 6 a.m. report. Clear and sunny. 12 noon report. Continued fair and warmer. Skies cloudless. 3 o'clock report. Fair and pleasant. Prediction for tomorrow, same. That's great. I came to Arizona for a rest and good weather. Now I got it and I don't want it. Little boy worse. Too bad. It's not going to change, Mr. Chuckles. I think I'll take the six o'clock plane back to New York. Yeah, let me carry your baggage to the plane, Doc. I'm left holding the bag anyway. I'm sorry. There's nothing hey, I... Listen, man. Hey, look. Out window. What's that? It's sky. Big cloud. A cloud? Impossible. Let me see it. Boy, look at it. I don't believe it. Come out on porch, fast. Hey! Hey, Pete's right. Oh, rabbit feet, I love you. And it get colder. Uh, feel wind. I tell you, this is a freak. I, I, I've never heard of such a weather change so quickly. The, the Weather Bureau Who said... Who cares what the Weather Bureau says? I just hope the temperature drops so low it can only be read by a gopher. But we, we, we haven't got much time. Now, that, that cloud system can't be more than 50 miles wide. At the speed it's traveling, it might be over in a couple or three hours. Well, how much time do you need, Doc? The, uh, the main thing is I need some dry ice. Where am I going to get it? Dry ice? I fly it in from Phoenix twice a week. How would it be if we walked off with about 50 pounds? Okay, I fly some more tomorrow. Now we're getting somewhere. Mr. Chuckle, go dig up a hammer and a thermometer. And Pete, mm. how would you like to warm up that air flivver you fly around in? Now? Right away, Pete. We're going to give some pills of dry ice to a sick cloud. the altimeter say, Pete? 4,000 feet. Oh, way too low. Too low? Are you kidding? We're so high now, all I can get on the radio is Angel Serenade. What's the ceiling on this crate? Don't know. Never tried. Well, let's try now. Take her up. Mr. Chuckle? Yeah? Pull in that thermometer and see what it says. Okay. And if you have any trouble reading it, just remember next time not to bring a kitchen thermometer to read air temperatures. What do we need a thermometer for? It's so cold now. My goose pimples are huddled together just to keep warm. Here. Give it to me. Uh, 25 degrees. 25? Hey, that's way below freezing. It's not cold enough. Not cold enough. If I get any bluer, they'll be putting pens in my ears and starting to drain me. Ordinarily, water freezes at 32 degrees, but the cloud droplets are super cool. They won't freeze until the temperature gets down to about 30 below zero. 30 below? Wow, if I get any stiffer, undertakers will be winking at me. Why does it have to be so cold? Has to do with the high surface tension of the spherical shape. You see the... No see, but water freeze on wings. Yes, because when the drops splash against the wing... Who wants to know why? I don't think it's serious. You don't think it's serious. My parachute just put on a parachute and you don't think it's serious. Why did I ever come on this trip? How high are we now? 10,000. Gee, that's two miles. 
I wonder how long it'll take us to fall. Get hold of yourself, Mr. Chuckles. Grab the hammer and start breaking up one of those blocks of dry ice. All you have them, cocktail or julep size? Get them as small as you can. About the size of a pea is perfect. And then what? Then I'm going to scatter them as far as I can out the window. All right, now here goes the first batch. Give me some more. Feet. Yeah. Fly straight ahead for about six miles, then double back. We'll go back and forth five or six times. Okay. Gee, Doc, this whole thing sounds crazy to me. You mean you expect to freeze a whole cloud with this little bit of dry ice? I hope so. A single pellet of this dry ice falling through the right kind of cloud can produce several tons of snow. A single pellet can produce several tons of snow? Will, will it work with quarters? Not exactly. This dry ice is pretty cold. You're telling me. In fact, it's 110 degrees below zero. No wonder I'm an icicle. So, when it falls, it, it cools the air in its path, leaving a trail of millions of tiny ice crystals. And each one of those tiny crystals is a center around which a snowflake builds up, using the water drops around it. Well, that's what happened. That dry ice came down like dandruff on a blue serge suit, and each pellet leaving a trail of snowflakes. We landed the plane and stepped out. I thought for a minute Injun Pete had gotten lost. It's more like Alaska than Arizona. The rattlesnakes were playing jingle bells. I couldn't wait to see Puggy. Gee, Uncle Charlie, snow. Just like back home. Golly. I told you, kid. I told you your Uncle Charlie would do it. You're super duper. You're great. Ah, uh, you're just saying that because it's true. It's going to be a real merry Christmas. And then a few days later, the town doctor came back. <laughs> Gesundheit. Oh, this snow. Most dramatic thing I ever saw. That boy's getting along fine. I think he's going to be all right. I would never believe it. A real miracle. <laughs> miracle is right. I never would have believed it either, but miracles can happen. Who can tell? I might even be in Hollywood someday. After all, look at me. Take Clark Gable, take Tyrone Power, Gregory Pep, Robert Taylor, roll them into one, and what do you got? Sidney Greenstreet. for a very fine performance. And now for the Research Institute of America, Mr. Leo M. Chern. Beneath the fun in our holiday broadcast tonight, there lies an important scientific possibility. Namely, that man's age-old dream to control weather is on its way toward being realized. Vincent Schaefer, a brilliant scientist of General Electric's research laboratories, succeeded about a year ago in bringing rain or snow from certain types of clouds by seeding them with dry ice or frozen carbon dioxide, as it is technically known. This is the solid form of the gas that makes your soda pop thin. The future possibilities of Vincent Schaefer's discovery are very exciting. It may be that soon we shall be able to save farmers millions of dollars in hail damage by nipping thunderstorms in the bud. We may also be able to control hurricanes, clear airports of fog and low clouds, and store winter snow and rain in dry regions to relieve droughts in the summer. 
Modern industrial research has given us all a Christmas gift that is truly a miracle of science by exploring the unknown. This is Andre Baruch again. Next week, the Hollywood star of Cass Timberlane and Mildred Pierce, Zachary Scott, will play the role of a fighting detective in a story of medical science titled Murder in Bed. Maury Amsterdam was supported by Johnny Grinnell as Puggy in tonight's ABC presentation of Exploring the Unknown. Frank Behrens played Dr. Updike. Charles Irving, the narrator, also played Injun Pete. Comedy continuity by Stan Burns and Ray Allen. Original music composed and conducted by Ralph Norman. Be sure to listen next week to Murder in Bed, drawn from the notebooks of science and industry by the Research Institute of America, starring Zachary Scott. Tonight's Exploring the Unknown was written and produced by Sherman H. Dreyer Productions. Stay tuned. Some more of these great old radio Christmas programs coming right up. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.